Hello, and welcome to a very special bonus mini episode of You Should See the Other Guy. Our last main episode was about Legally Blonde, and if you've listened to it by now, you've seen that we got into some astrological discussion, as we often do, and we thought we would bring on Avery Wren, a tarot reader and astrology enthusiast. You can find her on Twitter at Lunar Witch with two V's instead of a W. And Avery is here to talk with us about Elle Woods and potentially Bruiser Woods uh, astrological charts. Hello, Avery. Hi, thank you so much for having me. And I should note, we've got Jen here too, thankfully, because Jen taught me everything I know about astrology. So <laughs> I'm sw- out of my depth <laughs> already here. I'm so excited to have Avery on today because everything that I know about astrology is has been absorbed via pop culture and the book sextrology and um, just knowing people and when they're born and then making assumptions about their personalities based upon that. So I'm really excited to speak to somebody who knows what they're talking about. Avery, let's start with this. I think there's a consensus, a broad consensus, which which you echoed in beautiful form last December when you said Elle Woods invented being a Libra on Twitter. And someone said, but, but her and Bruiser are both Geminis. And you said, I know, but she radiates Libra energy. So explain to us what Libra energy Elle Woods gives off, if you don't mind. Yeah. So for me, um, I always see Libras as people who are very vivacious and outgoing. And Libra is ruled by Venus. And so, you know, Libras do, you know, love to take care of their appearance. And I think that's something we obviously see a lot in Elle. You know, she always likes to have fun and express herself through her fashion and her makeup and has that really, you know, kind of stereotypical girly girl aspect, if you will, to her. You know, but Libras are also incredibly smart. They're known to be very studious and they are represented by the scales and they are the element of air and air signs are really great at communicating. And so they have this great balance, you know, where they can really go in and work really hard and be very intelligent. And, you know, with them also being represented by the scales, um, you know, they would make they make great lawyers because they're able to kind of see you know, the balance and everything. And, you know, when I think of Legally Blonde and, you know, I think of that famous scene when she comes into the courtroom and her pink suit, I'm just like, man, no one else besides a Libra would go into a courtroom with a hot pink suit, look amazing while doing it, and win their first case. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, uh, now, this is a little controversial because on the main episode, I think I focused on some of the negative aspects of Libras or like maybe a certain over-idealism or or something like that. But I think Jen in general has um, more favorable relationships with Libras in her life than maybe maybe I have. one of your best friends is a Libra. I know, but he annoys the shit out of me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, Libras are a bit of a, we, we talk about Libras a lot on this podcast, actually, Avery, because um, of the three of us and our, our dear darling Sadie, who sadly cannot be here with us today because she had to work late. Um, we are Samantha is a, is a Capricorn sun sign. Nice. Sadie is a Sagittarius. Ooh. 
me too. And <laughs> oh, I like that sign. And I am a Scorpio. Oh, nice. And we find Libras to be a bit confounding. I do have several good friends who are Libras. And um, I was asking one time just broadly uh, to a bunch of my internet friends about their signs and like, who who I, who do I know who is a Libra? I was trying to get a handle on Libras. And the commonality amongst all of the Libras who responded to me was that they all said, well, I don't know. I don't really feel like I'm necessarily a Libra. I'm my own thing. But all of them said that. So... <laughs> That's my impression of Libras. Oh, I love that. Uh, That seems like a very typical Libra response and not in a bad way at all, you know, for two reasons, I think. One, you know, Libras tend to have the stereotype of being kind of undecisive or indecisive, excuse me, but I don't see them as indecisive. I just see them as people who are able to kind of view everything from such a pragmatic angle and look at things in so many different directions that sometimes it can be hard to come up, you know, with an answer. So, you know, when it's like, oh, I think you're totally a Libra. I think you totally do this. They're going to sit there and be like, "Mm, I don't know about that, but I do, you know, X, Y, Z thing (laughs) and things like that. Um, You know, and secondly, I think that as much as I love pop astrology, I obviously take part in it. It's so much fun. Um, There definitely can be this generalization that kind of gets put out there. Um, And, you know, sometimes some almost like false stereotypes. So I find sometimes people are like, oh, well, I don't feel like this sign because I don't do X, Y, Z thing that I see people make Instagram memes about all the time. And it's like, well, there's duality to every sign. You might just exhibit, you know, those attributes in a different way. Um, You know, and the other fun thing about astrology is that, you know, four people can all be a Libra sun, but, you know, they can have different moon signs and, you know, their sun can be in different houses. And so that also will kind of, you know, manifest differently for different people. Um, So I sometimes feel like that's why people are like, oh, I'm not like my sign at all when, you know, it's like, yeah, because there's a lot more to you than just your sunshine. Why do you think the movie made her a Gemini when when I I think she obviously reads as a Libra? You know, I'm honestly not really sure. My best guess is because they did the whole bit with her and Bruiser, uh, you know, being a Gemini and like, oh, we're like the twins. Um, but the other thing is like there definitely are characteristics to L that could be very Gemini. Like I could definitely see L having like a Gemini moon. Um, you know, she's a great communicator. She can kind of like talk her way in and out of everything. Um, and not necessarily in a bad way, but because she can just kind of like adapt to new situations and kind of gather new information as she goes. Um, And so I definitely kind of see those also Gemini aspects to her as well. So I definitely think that they exist, but I think her overall just aesthetic and personality and who Elle Woods is at her core is like 100% Libra energy. (laughs) Jen, do you think, would you agree that maybe she could be a Gemini moon or do you have a different moon sign to propose for Elle? I I don't, I myself um, have a Gemini moon and I think that that 
Uh, I, I, my big three are, I have a Scorpio sun, Gemini moon, Leo rising, and it results in kind of this chaotic personality that I try to navigate through the world. Um, yeah, I actually, I'm not so certain. I, I was trying to like stick some like Virgo onto Elle Woods or something to give her that, that sharp, um, level of organization that she has, but I'm not really certain. Um, Avery, could you tell us maybe about what some of the... So both both Libra and Gemini are air signs, right? What are some of the commonalities with those? Um, So I would definitely say sort of kind of like the wits and the intelligent aspect of it. Um, That's like very consistent, I would say, throughout kind of all the air signs. Um, And definitely being able to kind of like take in a lot of information and almost like, you know, regurgitate it and... You know, if you think about Elle, it's kind of like when she learns something new, she just takes it and she runs with it, you know, because she kind of has that confidence in herself. And that's definitely something I kind of see that both Libras and Geminis both do. Um, And I also would say, I think a very underrated uh, characteristic of Geminis is the fact that they can actually be super outgoing and bubbly and warm. And, you know, I think that ties in perfectly with the Libra aspect of it. And, you know, both signs are very much so socialites in their own way. You know, Libras are kind of the ones who are always at the bar mingling with new people. And then you have Gemini who's ruled by Mercury, the sign of communication. And so wherever they go, if they really wanted to or were in the position where they had to, they could trigger up a conversation with anyone. I can definitely see that based on the the Geminis that I know. And also thinking about, well, certainly we mentioned this at the beginning, though. Another, you know, besides all of the Libras that I know telling me, I don't really know if I can be categorized. The other thing about all Libras that I know is that they are extremely aesthetic. Like that is on point. They're all really artsy. And I think that all of the lady Libras that I know are real girls' girls. They all get along with women. Very women-supporting women vibe. And I think that Legally Blonde really exemplifies that. Oh, absolutely. I would agree 100%. Um, You know, I always say I'm like (laughs) Legally Blonde is such a great piece of feminist media that people overlook. Like I think it's so great because it is so much about, you know, kind of girls sticking together in a world that sometimes can be very cruel uh, and unsafe for people who are, you know, females or female presenting. Um, And, you know, I think that Libras kind of have this very like, let's stick together sort of attitude. And, you know, I do think it's like they're ruled by Venus. There is that deep connection to what, you know, we perceive or society kind of views as you know, womanhood, so to speak. Um, And so, yeah, I definitely see that aspect of it, you know, like, especially when, you know, she goes to the salon and, you know, she helps Paulette gain her confidence back and, you know, all that stuff. And Paulette becomes like one of her best gals and things like that. And to me, that's just so Libra. I appreciate so much about this film. And I think that's one of the things that came out in our our discussion about it earlier this week. And our, our main point of this podcast is we try to argue the case for another romantic interest besides whoever gets picked, you know, in the end of the film. And so 
Obviously, we all concluded that Elle Woods and Vivian should have, Selma Blair should have ended up together at the end. We like that as a <laughs> pairing. But I uh, I think that this movie, that's something that people love about it so much that is so appealing is that in the hands of another scriptwriter, maybe, or, you know, in, if, if, if any little thing had gone differently, I can really see them having vilified Vivian more and, uh, you know getting her comeuppance or whatever at the end. And instead, it makes a point to tell us that they moved past their issues and now they're best friends. And that's that's excellent. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think that's just like so important because, uh, you know, I know we were kind of talking before we started recording that this movie came out for me when I was in kindergarten. And I definitely saw the movie within, you know, the first like few years that it had come out. And so, you know, that was a movie that I watched and, you know, I kind of lucked up to in a way and kind of seeing how, you know, two women can come together at the end and like ultimately, you know, it's kind of like who cares about the man? Like it's all about like girls truly supporting girls. And, you know, it's like the moment that Vivian sees that like, you know, Callahan's actually being like terrible. She's like, no, like, uh -uh, I'm not going to do that anymore and really sticks up for Elle. And, you know, I think that's so important. And, you know, kind of going back to the astrology of it, I think it's cool because I think it also, again, really exhibits Elle's Libra-ness because with Libras being able to kind of see the balance in everything, they can also see the good in everyone and allow people to have their redemption arc, so to speak. And I think, you know, that was also such a beautiful part in the film that Elle's like, you know what, like, you're right. Like girls stick together. Uh, you know, I don't care. Your actions now matter more to me. And I think that's really cool. Do you have a sign for Vivian, do you think? Yes. So I want to say a Capricorn sun with a Scorpio moon. No, I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> <And> I'm <laughs> trying to picture myself without and she would infuriate me. <laughs> What's your moon side, Samantha? Oh, I'm a Scorpio rising. Scorpio rising. What's your... Okay, so you've you've got Capricorn I'll sun, I'll ask Scorpio Corey what rising. my moon your, sign is. Oh, Hang so on. you need to ask your Scorpio wife what your moon sign is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, report from my wife. I am an Aquarius moon. Oh, nice. That's a wild one, Samantha. I, I like that combination <laughs> a lot, actually. <laughs> I really like it. Oh, so, so does my wife, fortunately. <laughs> but yeah, uh, she and she's a Scorpio. I'm a Capricorn. I found that to be a very strong pairing because I'm I'm like the grounding kind of like forward momentum, and then Corey is the like let's be sure we have like you know passion and interesting things in our lives. While I'm like let's not you know relocate every six months. You know like I'm. <laughs> Yeah, I love the combination of Capricorn and Scorpio. I think it's such a good pair. And honestly, kind of for the, the reasons that you obviously listed, um, you know, I think it's this really cool blend of being super grounded, you know, one being more in tune uh, with emotions, but also like two very strong in a good way sort of personalities. And uh, yeah, I really, I just really like the dynamic of it. <laughs> but do you think Capricorn and Libra could work? What do we think Vivian and Al are astrologically compatible? So, you know, here's the thing. I definitely could see a Capricorn and Libra working. Um, Mostly because, 
you know, I think it depends a lot on moon sign uh, at the end of the day and also Venus and Mercury because that's kind of how we love here for each other and also communicate. But, you know, the thing is, is I think that their course is the more stereotypical Elle Woods version of Libra. That's, you know, kind of very girly girl, so to speak, and really outgoing. But, you know, I also think that there are definitely Libras that I've had, I've met and sort of this other side to Libras that is very hardworking, also very genuine. And I find that Capricorns really uh, value honesty. I also think in a perfect world, uh, a Capricorn and a Libra could be really good business partners because they would just be able to get things done. You know, like Libras could really help bring in the ideas. Capricorn kind of helps make things happen. They both have this really strong drive to do well and work hard. So like, especially on that level, I definitely could see um, them working together really well. At its worst, to play devil's advocate, you know, I could see them starting like a nonprofit legal firm together. And then Al being like, you know, I want to ban fracking, let's ban fracking. And then it's up to Vivian to figure out like how to actually make that happen. <laughs> like oh. how to implement the big idealistic vision. Oh, absolutely. I definitely feel like Venus or Venus, excuse me, Libra does bring in that more idealistic. And then, you know, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, which is the planet of responsibilities. So I definitely could see that kind of being a bit of an unbalanced uh, dynamic at its worst. The planet of responsibilities. Samantha, that explains you. I'm learning Uh, so much. Saturn. (laughs) Let's, Let's talk a little bit about her like approach to love, because what I know of Libras is they very much just will throw themselves into a relationship and in a way that's good when it's healthy, but when it's unhealthy can just be bad. And I I think we kind of see that at the start of the film with her just like hyper investment in this Warner Huntington III dude. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, here's the thing with Libras is that when they want something, they're going to get it. They get their mind set and they're like, this is great. I can totally achieve this. And I think that that's definitely sort of (laughs) Elle's mindset in the beginning of the movie, you know, when she's like, oh, it's okay that we broke up now. Like we, we can fix things. It'll be fine. And, you know, I also think that Libras can definitely be hopeless romantics in a sense, you know? And so kind of having someone who you thought you were going to marry, you dated all through college, you had kind of done the five-year plan together and kind of viewed things through this more, you know, what people might see as a a traditional approach to life and to marriage. Um, You know, that's something that Libras might have a tendency to be super drawn to. Um, You know, but what's cool about Libras is that because they are the air signs and because they can find the balance, you know, I think they can get themselves to a place where they kind of realize what they're really worth and kind of are like, wait, you know what? Like, I'm a hopeless romantic, but that means I also don't want to receive love back. And, you know, I also think that Libras are very big on respect. I find that to be very uh, important amongst the Libras that I've known in my life. And so, you know, the minute that he did something to like really, really disrespect her, it was like, all right, game over. I'm done with this. You know, I'm not pining after you anymore Um, because once the respect aspect is gone, they're like, okay, bye. I'm moving on. This isn't worth it anymore. (laughs) That is, wow. One of my favorite Libras. I have watched them and how they navigate 
their relationships, you know, and it is very much that all in on someone mentality. But then once they're done, once that person has fucked up bad enough that they're over it, they are so over it. And I think that that kind of came through when, when Warner wants to get Elle back later in the movie. And she's like, wow, this is so validating that you're coming to me with this, but no. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. This is a long shot, but do we have a sign for Warner? (laughs) (laughs) Or is he just like too empty to designate? Let me think about that for a second. I... You know what? I want to say that Warner is a Virgo sun with a Pisces moon. Um, Because Virgos at their worst, and obviously I think we can all agree that Warner sucks. <laughs> and so, you know, Virgos at <laughs> yes. their worst, <laughs> you know, they're going to be critical. And, you know, Virgos are very meticulous. And they like to be concrete. They like to, you know, I find Virgos can be very traditional. And... You know, and so I think the fact that he was so willing to just drop L, you know, this girl that he had been dating and in love with for four years, you know, just because he was like, you know what, actually, I need to do this thing in my life that's more practical. Bye. You know, and it also kind of goes as far to like almost ridicule her and kind of pick her apart in that way without even realizing like what he's doing. I think that's the worst part about it is so Virgo man at his worst. <laughs> I think that we all can agree also that there, you know, there are unevolved signs. There are obviously many people in the world who need to do work on themselves. But I would posit that most of the worst examples of any given sign that you could find and bring up are, are, are always going to be a cis straight man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, sorry to Warner. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, But you know, it was actually so funny. I saw this tweet. um, It just came up my timeline a few weeks ago. And I can't remember who said it. But it basically was like, have you noticed that every time we say that we don't like a sign, it's always an emphasis on the men? Like maybe the problem isn't their sign. I think that there's something else they all have in common. You know, um, But what was actually interesting was I remember back in September, it was just like, it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I had just realized I didn't really have many uh, cishet male followers. And I just thought that was interesting. So I just tweeted about it. I was like, huh, like, why is it that more uh, cishet men aren't into astrology? And it did unfortunately go... (laughs) viral and got like over 11,000 likes, which, you know, of course brought in very unwelcomed opinion and, you know, people being sexist on, you know, both ends. But I think kind of the one thing that was very common and even from also um, men themselves who were kind of explaining why, you know, they're not into astrology or not into spirituality you know, I think a lot has to do with that. A lot of these things have to do with emotional responses. And unfortunately, you know, is this het men in our society are not taught how to process their emotions. Um, you know, and I think that even if you're just into astrology at a surface level, I think that you still get this greater sense of awareness and just understanding of yourself and others and how things work. And so, you know, the minute we even have that small bit of awareness, we can start working on things, even unconsciously, that maybe we realize our toxic traits. Um, And so we really also then pick up upon the people who kind of aren't working on themselves. And I think that also is part of it, like it just becoming more obvious 
the more you're aware about these things. I, I like that you mentioned like, you know, people could be at various states of like evolved in their signs. Do we think that, do, could we say that Legally Blonde is kind of a story of like Libra evolution of like going from this very like healthy, uh, like over-involved attachment relationship style to like, I don't know, like finding finding her passion and applying her talents and learning healthier attachments. Oh, absolutely. I think Legally Blonde is honestly such a great example of like a really beautiful healing arc just in general. Um, you know, because like you said, she did start off at, in the movie kind of from this, you know, almost desperate sort of space and just kind of pining after a man and wanting to just impress him. And, you know, I don't even think it was so much about, you know, pining after a man as much as it was, you know, pining after the person that she was so in love with. And, you know, through her journey, you know, she got there. And the minute that someone tested her and she felt disrespected and she felt like she wasn't good enough, you know, she did her best to pick herself up. Of course, with the help of Emmett, but then she kind of dove right on into things and said, you know what, this isn't just about this anymore. This is also about me. Um, you know, and then that completely evolved at the end of the movie to her completely not caring about Warren to graduating. Um, you know, I know in the second movie, I think she like kind of works at her own law firm and things like that. And then she's the one who finally, she has all this agency and this choice and this say in her life. And she goes, you know, I'm going to be the one who proposes and kind of, you know, starts off in this kind of almost miserable space and then creates her own dream life for herself, you know, by evolving and healing herself. I will continue to maintain that, you know, I love the movie, but sometimes it's hard for me to suspend disbelief when they have to cram in so much character growth into so short a time. So my conspiracy (laughs) theory for the movie is that Elle, uh, like, dies shortly after the failed uh, engagement scene and the rest of the movie (laughs) is her, like, deathbed fantasy of what her life would become if she weren't so invested in Warner. Oh my gosh, I love that. (laughs) Do we think Elle's mother is a Libra too? She's the one, I don't know if she was the inventor, but definitely the passer honor of the the bend and snap, which I spoke about at length last night is a baffling maneuver to me. Like I... I I don't get it how how it is a um a, I guess a sexually attractive invitational kind of maneuver <laughs> but that is a great scene in the movie is this like is the bend and snap a a Libra specific posture <laughs> oh, you know that's a great question. I, I'm not going to lie. I actually get more Sagittarius vibes from that than I do Libra. Um, and for preface, I am a Sagittarius myself. And the reason why I see that is, you know, it's such a bold move. <laughs> if you think about it. It is such <laughs> like a funny and bold sort of move. And I think Libras, although they are, you know, very into aesthetics and things like that. When it comes to, you know, things like seduction or doing more sexual things, I find that they're much more subtle. But a Sagittarius is going to be just very in your face about it. And almost like, you know, Sagittarius, they're ruled by Jupiter, which is the planet of expansion. And it's kind of like sometimes the shit that comes out of a Sagittarius's mouth or brain is just (laughs) absolutely ridiculous. And I'm not going to lie. I just see that so being something that, you know, a 
Sagittarius came up with while she was drunk at a party trying to hook up with someone. She thought it was the greatest thing ever. That wasn't even the reason why, you know, maybe she got the guy that night, but she just kind of told herself that and kept doing it for years. But then Elle, being the Libra that she is, sort of takes it and perfects it and, you know, sort of molds it into this more like sexier thing. I do think it is incredibly Sagittarian that there is a a risk of breaking the object of your affection's nose whilst performing (laughs) the bend and snap, as Paulette demonstrated. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, last long shot question. Do we do you, what do we think about Emmett? Is that his name? Luke Wilson? A love interest that I find to be pretty unmemorable compared to like Vivian Kensington or some of my other like wild options for Elle. Okay, so I would say that Emmett is a Pisces sun with a Leo moon. And I know that might seem a little out there because Pisces kind of can be seen as disorganized or dreamy or things like that. But what I see, you know, with Pisces is that they're also ruled um, by Jupiter as well as Neptune. But, you know, they can kind of go above and beyond. You know, they can kind of be given a problem and say, well, it doesn't matter. I can think of such a big idea on how to overcome it. So I'm going to overcome it. Um, And then with Leos, you know, they kind of have that the confidence, the, the strength, the willpower, the fieriness to do it. Um, you know, and the whole thing that part of Emmett's arc is, um, you know, paying his own way for law school and kind of making his own way in the world and things like that. And, you know, I also think that there is this nerdy or almost like innocent charm about him that I think is very Pisces. Um, But then also kind of once you get to know him and once you open up, you do see that he is a little bit more outgoing, very intelligent, a very hardworking person. Um, And yeah, that's kind of like definitely kind of what I see with Emmett. You tweeted recently, Deep Cuts, that Libras and Pisces are God's favorites. (laughs) So... I did. (laughs) You know, I I just think that honestly, those two signs, they're just so pretty to me. (laughs) Whenever I see someone (laughs) who is a Libra or a Pisces, they're always just so pretty, so artistic, have something almost ethereal about them, even if they don't try. And, you know, I really just think like you are God's favorite if you are blessed with one of those sun signs or even one of those signs as you're rising. I think this applies to my Libra friend, Billy, this or our mutual Libra friend. <laughs> sorry. Billy, <laughs> so my Libra, my Libra guy friend, Billy, he'll like, uh, you know, he, he, he has totaled two cars and walked away both times without a single scratch on him. He rented an apartment recently, not having looked up his commute to work before signing the lease and then discovered that around the corner from his new home was like the bus stop that led directly to his workplace. Uh, (laughs) Like 
very charmed life. And, you know, he has that Libra, like unhealthy attachment style of just like diving into relationships and being totally consumed by them. But like to his credit and to the point of Libra's being God's favorite, like if he wants to be in a relationship, he can be in a relationship, you know, like he had he does have that, like that charm and that kind of like ethereal like presence that just can pull someone in. Um, and then he'll he'll dive in way too deep faster than he should. But uh, but <laughs> God love him. <laughs> wow. And this is why he irritates Samantha, because she would never just dive without a plan, without researching. And and to see, you know, somebody, I don't know, bob bob back up out of the freezing waters of reality, like Rose on that enormous, you know, headboard of a bed at the end of Titanic. <laughs> got to be a little has got to be a little frustrating (laughs) Avery I'm famously self-hating of my own sign on this podcast I think Capricorns are good at at work and that's about it and I famously just gravitate towards Scorpios like my wife and Jen because Scorpios are like actually interesting but um are are there any signs that you would just throw (laughs) in the garbage or do you see the beauty in all of them you know funny enough And this is such like a cheesy answer, but I do really kind of see the beauty in all of them. And I will say the sign that I have had continuously the most issues with are Pisces, um, both men and women through exes, friends, things like that. But then on the other hand, I, you know, it's like I have a current friend that we became friends over in the past uh, year or so. And she's a Pisces and I love her to absolute death. (laughs) So, you know, I always kind of try to keep an open mind because I feel like I'm almost always proven wrong. But if I did have kind of one sign, I guess that is my quote unquote least favorite, it probably would be Pisces. But I also love them at the same time. It's a very complicated relationship. I'm also a Gemini moon. So I'm not very good at uh, choosing things (laughs) and deciding what I want. (laughs) Feel that. Oh, and also Samantha's wife, Corey, when it comes to choosing the spot to eat or procure food from. Oh, yeah. No, that (laughs) that I would just eat the same like turkey sandwich every day if it were up to me. I don't need any variety in my life. (laughs) And on that depressing note, (laughs) Avery, thank you so much for joining us. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh. One quick last question off the cuff. Bruiser. Is he also a Libra? Is he a Gemini, as Elle says? What is Bruiser's sign? I actually want to say that Bruiser is a Gemini. I don't know what it is. There's something just like a little sassy about him. And I don't know. There's just something about him that makes me say Gemini more than Libra. And I, I can't put it into words. Probably just because he's a dog. <laughs> but there's just something about him. I feel like he's not as like over the top, so to speak, as L is. You know, he's a little bit more collected. <laughs> so well behaved. Right? Like to have a chihuahua that is that chill and can just hang out in that variety of scenarios is astounding to me. But good job, Mooney. 
The dog actor. In the sequel, they make him a little more of a character. Uh, Well, maybe when we do (laughs) Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde, we can can chat again about uh, (laughs) Bruises' chart. Avery, where can people find your work and support your work? Yeah, so you can find me at a lunar witch, and that is two Vs instead of a W on Twitter. Um, And if you actually go to my pinned tweet, uh, all my services are there if anyone's ever interested in booking a reading. And I do uh, the majority of my work on Twitter. Um, I post kind of free daily mini horoscopes almost every single day. um, And I do a lot of other sort of fun things. I like making memes. um, So it's definitely a good time. (laughs) Please do. Avery is delightful and has been delightful to chat to. And I am sure would be a delightful tarot reader. So thank you you again. Hi, I'm Elle Woods. And this is Breezer Woods. And we're both Gemini vegetarians. I have a bachelor's degree in fashion merchandising from CULA. And I was a Zeta Lambda Nu sweetheart, president of my sorority, Delta Nu. And last year, I was homecoming queen.